Alright, alright, alright. How is everybody doing on this beautiful Tuesday? I hope y'all having a good one. I am. I just kind of came from the gym. That's why I'm in these clothes and all that. I'm not super sweaty because it wasn't like no serious, serious workout today. It was just regular stuff. But I hope y'all having a good day. I am. I, I've been off. I've been off for like a day or two now, so I'm trying to catch up on a lot of shows that I've missed, like American Gods. I just watched that yesterday. It was really good, but I'm just upset that I had to wait like what a year and six, a year and eight months for it. I think I think it was about a year and eight months that I had to wait and. I they should have came in with like an hour and 20 man we should be doing the Game of Thrones thing of let's make the first episode feature length because we deserve it after waiting on the show for that long in the first season came out in 2017 like the first half of 2017 I think it came on like May or April end of April I think it was the end of April that it came out so like, come on, man. We shouldn't have to wait like that. I know they went through a lot of um, turmoil and things like that. Things happen. I, I get it, but get, give us something extra in that first bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Give us give us an extra 10, 15 minutes. Because we want to see it. People died. If you haven't watched American Gods, I, I the first season is really good. The second season, I'm expecting it to... To keep rolling as the first season came on and stuff like that. But I ain't gonna lie to y'all. What I'm really waiting on right now is Billions. I, that, that's what I'm really waiting on. So this weekend when it comes up. I'm I'm ready for Billions. Shit that's on Sunday too. And then I gotta throw a party on Monday. That That's gonna be real. But I'm just waiting on Billions. It's a lot of news going on with the NFL. The Patriots, we just lost our uh, our DN, Trey Flowers. We just lost him. I, w I was expecting it. I we, we, we all knew what was going on. We, we, don't, we don't pay anybody. We don't pay nobody. So I, I expected the only person to get paid, really, was Stephon Gilmore. That was the only person, like, recently... That has gotten paid. Like. Everybody else. Has been. Consistently underpaid. Or we we have. Uh, the Patriots have like a. A budget for each position. And my brother asked me this earlier. And he was like. He, he didn't ask me. He told me. He was like y'all don't pay nobody. And I was like no. We don't really pay. Great players. We have the players that we draft that are great. We keep them around for the duration that we have them under our cap that they're on their rookie contract. But as soon as they play out their rookie contract, we trade them because we can't keep them. Because the Patriots have a specific amount of money that they're willing to allocate towards every position. So I was like, we don't have good players i mean we don't have we don't pay a lot of great players but we what we do do ah do do but what we do is we have a lot of good players that can go across a lot of positions 
that can kind of supplement for the uh the losing the great player now you can't really supplement a lot a lot of times for losing great players because we didn't tried it before and the junk don't always work out so it, it it's like taking a shot in the dark but we got michael bennett that's a good thing he he's definitely gonna uh fill some of Trey Fowler's production. I'm not gonna discount Michael Bennett like he trash. He's gonna definitely help along with Trey Flowers' production. Of course, I expect us to get some picks and to put on that D-line and to offensive line because it seems like every time we go through a draft, we drafting either offensive linemen or we drafting, drafting uh, players on the defense. Uh, Last year when we got uh Sony Michelle, I was I was shocked. I was shocked. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was shocked because I'm like we we don't we don't draft players. I mean we don't draft real offensive talent players, especially not. I haven't seen us draft a receiver in like a while, a while. Especially like a, a first round receiver, a first round receiver. I don't think that's ever happened, but uh. Michael Mitchell, Malcolm Mitchell, Malcolm Mitchell. We drafted him in like the fourth, I think the third or fourth round. And that, that's been a minute for that. So it, it is what it is, man. I, I hope that we just get it together. Trey Flowers going to Matt Patricia, who's going to use him great. Ziggy Ansa is out of there. And Trey Flowers deserves to get paid. He deserves every every dollar that he gets because he he has done it. That 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 that's kind of like the players that I like. You don't. I also like a lot of players that talk and back up. They talk. Make it sense why I like fighters that back up their talk too. Most most of the time, like I I love Conor McGregor as a fighter. That that's probably my uh that's probably my favorite him. I I've been watching John Jones since he came to the UFC. Like when he when he first got that uh that disqualification against Mark uh Matt Hamill, I was I was pissed because I was like, "Come on, bro." He that's his only loss on his record from a DQ. But that that's how long I've been watching John Jones. Now, I I love John Jones. That that's probably him and Connor are my favorite fighters. In the UFC, period. That, but Connor is more. I I lean towards Connor because I like the trash talk. I like the trash talk, and when you back it up, but it's also good to see, like, like players in the NFL that really don't talk a lot of shit, but you know they're a savage. Like they, Trey Flowers is one of those players. He comes to work, he just he does his thing, and he leaves. He leaves. Now he's getting like what eighty something? Eighty something? I I think he's getting about seventeen million a year. So that's Gucci. Can't hate on that. Clap it up for that young man. Black man out here making that paper. And I can't hate on that. I support it one thousand percent. Even though he's not in a Patriots uniform, I respect it. As we all should. Also, Nick Foles. Nick Foles out here just Nick Foles is just out here just making bread, dog. He just making bread. 
he got a ring to show that he done did what he had to do, and now he's just making more money. Now, I want to see what Jacksonville is going to do with Nick Foles. They should never have signed Blake Bortles to that contract. Everybody knew it, but it didn't seem like they did. So, well, that's their that's their loss and things like that. Now they're going to cut him, and more than likely they're still going to have some dead money on the cap. So that was stupid. I just My real thing is I'm trying to figure out how Baltimore decided to let Mr. Baltimore leave as in Terrell Suggs. That, that's kind of crazy. Because the how, how you let Terrell Suggs go to Arizona, of all places, who possibly could get Nick Bosa. All right? They could get Nick Bosa. If I'm them, I'm getting Nick Bosa. I know Kyler Murray is great. I know he's going to be really amazing when he gets to the NFL. But it, I just think sometimes you got to go with what you got to go with. And Nick Bosa is the consensus number one pick. It's not, it's not often that you miss on a, on a DN, like a purebred defensive end, killer pass rusher, who can do it all out of college it's not it's not often that you miss on that and when you when you make the pick most of the time you feel really good about it look at what uh Oakland felt amazing about Khalil Mack and I think Khalil Mack was picked like what fourth or fifth I think he was picked I don't really remember which which pick he was but I, I, it had to be top five had to be top five. So it ain't often you miss on the uh on just the, the savages. The savages at the edge position because those they bring the most pressure and it's a reason why Trey Flowers just got paid so much money. Because they affect the game in a in a completely different way. Not only can they people like him can set the edge, they can rust the passer rush rush the passer boy that is i don't know why my speech is fucking up right now but they can rush the passer they can they can straight set the edge and be disruptive in the run game like nothing's gonna get outside of you and then you can blow it up too come on bro like you i i I feel like nick bosa has to get picked number one you gotta pick nick bosa number one you have to. Like, it. if you don't pick Nick Bosa one and you go Kyler Murray, now that you go Kyler Murray, I, I seen earlier Charlie Castle is talking about, uh, like, oh, no, you can't, uh, if you pick Kyler Murray, you need to keep, uh, Josh Rosen. I'm like, what? Why, why would you keep Josh Rosen? Do you, do you realize what that would entail that would entail you drafting a young gun and also having a young gun you drafted dude in top 10 last last season now you're gonna draft another quarterback number one ship the other dude out ship him out ship him out more preferably ship him to the patriots like 
Come on, dude. That that makes zero to no sense to keep both of them. Because at least with uh at least if you give Rosen away, you getting picks for him. If he stays on the roster, you know what happens? His his value goes down. Not only that, now uh now you're messing with Kyler Murray's psyche. Which I don't, I think that dude is really strong-willed and he's strong-minded. Where I don't think he would give a damn about it. But imagine he got some games that he doesn't do good. Then everybody's like, imagine he has like uh, two games in a row where he just like does below average. Like he gets like a hundred and fifty yards, uh, fifty yards rushing, and zero touchdowns but two picks. Let's just say something like that happens, right? So now, that happens twice. Now everybody's like, oh, put Rosen in, put Rosen in. Get get him out of here. We trying to win and all that. Now you just done fucked up the system. Now you just done fucked up the system. Now you, uh, you got the fans screaming for Rosen because Murray done messed up like two games. And now you, you having that internal struggle of what am I supposed to do Am I really supposed to start Josh Rosen just for the fact of to appease the fans? No. No, you're not. Go with the guy that you picked. So to make it no turn back, to make a no turn back situation, ship him off. Ship him off. That way it's Kyler or bust. Kyler or bust. And that's the way to go. That's the way it needs to be going with. Because who who wants... Who wants that person looking over their shoulder? Like ready at the drop of a hat to just get you the fuck out of here. Like no nobody don't want that. Nobody wants that. So let's let it let's sleep in dogs lie. Get rid of him and draft Kyler Murray. If that's what you're gonna do. Me, I'm going with Nick Bolson because he's a savage. Can never have enough pass rushers. And he, if he's anything close to his brother, which he is, he is close to his brother. So I would completely just be like, oh, oh, give me another Bosa, give me another Bosa. Nothing's wrong with having another Bosa in the in the wings. And then when you get him, he's gonna set the time. Look what Von Miller did for Denver. Just picture what he did for Denver. He set Denver up, and Denver won a Super Bowl just on the fact of they had one person that could really get to the passer, and then they start building everything around. They got DBs that could ball hawk, and then they got other pass rushers. What happened? Denver wins the Super Bowl. Now, of course, help the Peyton Manning, of course, because he did his thing. But that that was it. That was it. Okay, on to less, just less NFL news. Because that, uh, I'm like deep in this free agency shit. I, usually the Patriots don't, don't do nothing on the first day. Except for Stephon Gilmore, who that contract is looking like a real bargain right now. That, that, that contract we have him on is looking like a bargain. Because I think he's ranked as the number one ranked corner in the league. The all-pro, I think he was number one corner in the league this year. So, hey, I 
that that contract's looking like a bargain and thank goodness too because that's another guy that just comes to work does his thing but now we're past the football shit Patriots gonna probably do a lot of stuff in day two of free agency but uh it was so I had a conversation yesterday with a friend of mine now I have known her for it's going on about a year that I've known her She's a really cool young lady. Boy, that sounded so horrible. She's she's real cool. She's like uh, she's one of my favorite people that I work with, or that I used to work with before I got my new job and stuff like that. But we still talk. I still see her. She's very cool. Also, seeing another person I used to work with. It was funny. Now she was fine, but we gonna we gonna let that one go. We just talking about the friend of mine that is like really cool and i i used to look at it when somebody said this a long time ago i don't know where i first heard this quote at but i'm pretty sure everybody has heard it in some different variations or anything they've heard it when they say you are who you hang around with right you hang around with with fuck ups more than likely you're going to be a fuck up. More than likely, you're going to be going nowhere like how they're going. Right? I'm pretty sure we've all heard that in our lives. Like, change the people you hang around with and things are going to start... Because you're going to start picking up the habits that they pick up. Like, if you're in school and you start hanging around the, the kids that are into science and stuff like that, and you you may not you may not be like scientifically gifted like they may be right but you're going to start picking up on the things that they pick up on and some of that shit is going to rub off on you now you you're not nearly as gifted as these people but and you may not like love it love it like they do but it's going to start rubbing off on you and you're going to start like it's gonna it's gonna start registering in your head basically right so of course you start hanging out with gangsters thugs and all that you know what's gonna happen you start getting involved in that lifestyle now it it doesn't always happen it's like a percentage i i believe like probably about i'm I'm gonna give it 90 10 90 90 percent you you are who you hang around with, right? 10% is no matter who you hang around with, what's meant for you is going to be for you. Like, but all but sometimes you got to change the surroundings of people. So when when I start working with my new group of people that I know and that who I'm really cool with and that I really like when I started working with them like a year ago, and we all became kind of close, we all became kind of family-ish, right? Because hey, it was a lot of times I was at that job more than I was even home with my family. So we we all started to get pretty close. And like as I grew to start knowing them, I, I started seeing the different aspirations that they had, the different goals and things like that. I was seeing it and I was like, oh, 
that y'all are kind of like me. Like y'all, y'all kind of, uh, I'm hanging around people now have, who have set expectations for things who are, who are not just talking about things, but are moving towards to accomplishing their dreams and goals. They're not just, you know, some people just speak about it, but that's all well and good, but are you putting any action towards it? And they were. So I, I'm saying all this to say the people you hang around with help influence you, the decisions that you make, right? So I, I talked to her uh, yesterday. Or was it? No, it was the day before yesterday. These days are starting to run together, man. They're starting to run together. I'll be working so much that it's just, I don't even know which day is which now. But I, I talked to her the other day and we have a plane just going above the house. But I, I talked to her the other day and she told me some good news about her. That she's, that she just picked up a, a new position and that she's going to be making a lot more capital and I was like why are you serious and she told me like the figure and I was like yo my eyes got bucked and everything I'm like yo like that's really good like you you really like I was like you really I don't want to say growing up but like you're really progressing towards the goals that you have set and I was like that's amazing because you you really putting forth that that step to to go to go towards it to to be something that you are and stuff like that. I was that was that was great seeing that to me because it it kind of helped me validate the the people I hang around. Not only that, I just had another friend who who went off to get a uh, a new position making a a buttload of money and something that she loves to do too in sports also i have like just the it, it seems like the tree that has spawned from it seems like the tree that has spawned from just like of the people i've been around and how they're they're moving towards their goals and everything and it was just good to see. And I just want y'all to, I guess, peek in on my on my thing. Like, you know, like good things happen when you're around good people. And if you're not around good people, try to, try to start getting close to those people that are around. So you can, so some of it can rub off on you. Like, and you may be the good person. And you may have a friend that, or somebody that you see that has potential. And for you just to like kind of grab them and bring them along a little bit. And it works like that sometimes. Ain't that right, Brown? That's right. That's right, huh? See? That's right. My cousin, my cousin said, my, my cousin even. My cousin done grew up a lot. I done seen. Like Malik. Malik was something else, man. Y'all, y'all don't see him on the cam, but he was something else. But, <laughs> no, you was something else, bro. You was something else, but like he, he's grown up and things like that. 
And like I, I just believe that it's good to have people, good people around to help bring you up. Even like when you when you don't know anything. So you when you hang out with a lot of smart people and you may not consider yourself smart, but guess what? That that's actually a smart thing because you're hanging around the smart people and in turn that's gonna help you be smarter. It's simple. I forgot what they call it, but it, it's basically like you're gonna get the trickle down knowledge. You're gonna get the trickle down knowledge. And who doesn't like trickle down knowledge? Because regardless it's knowledge. Alright, now off off the uh the complete the friends help friends and things like that. So if y'all been listening to the podcast, y'all know that I'm an R and B head. I that that's what I grew up listening to. That that's what my uh my dad I mean my stepdad always played. He always played it. Everybody in my family loves R and B. So it it was only natural that I was just gonna, you know, love it too. So I, I kinda uh before before this before before we even getting into uh the R and B conversation before we get into that I know y'all seen that R. Kelly interview. I we we all kinda seen that R. Kelly interview. Or or we seen the clips. Now I know which clip y'all seen. Cause I seen the clip too. So uh, he was harmonizing in that clip. I he was harmonizing and we we just we just gonna let that live where where he was home. He was low key singing. He was low key singing in that clip. But let let's let that be what it's be. All right. So I love R and B. That's always been something I love. I love R and B more than I actually love hip hop, rap, and all that. Cause R and B is probably my favorite genre because you can get into you can get into the the feeling of the song. And you just like, it's just like a whole, a whole space that you get into, right? So, I love her. Her is probably my favorite R&B artist. And if you listen to, which y'all know that she's my favorite R&B artist right now. Also, I love Nao. She's a great artist too. Summer Walker. I just kind of got into Summer Walker. Actually, I got into Summer Walker completely on the fact that I heard that Drake, that Drake verse. Like, I actually got into Summer Walker over the Drake, uh, the Drake song. That's what kind of got me into Summer Walker was I was like, oh, shit. I was like, Drake hopped on the beat and he was killing it. So I was like, let me let me see what this girl about. And I listened to her music. And I was like, yo, I, I feel it. I like it. And with black, I like black and all that. I, I remember when I first seen this dude name, I was like, six slack. I was like, that's kind of tight. That's kind of tight. And my brother still like calling him six slack because of that six in his name. And I was like, when I first heard, I was like, six slack. But when people actually told me it's actually black, I was like, I kind of like Six Lack. Six Lack was going to be fire, but hey, it is what it is. So, I 
as you can see, R&B is like my shit. So when when new R&B artists come out, I like to give it a shot and listen to it because it's a I I think R&B is definitely harder to to make than than rap music, I would say, because R&B is kind of you you put your soul in it. And stuff like that. Man, I don't know where I was going with this. I was just letting y'all know that I, I freaking love R&B. I love the state of R&B. I love where it's going because I think it's I think it's going nowhere but up right now. Because you got people carrying it like her. Her is, I think, a great ambassador for R&B right now. I think she's amazing. And I'm ready to hear more music from her. Now, her recent project that uh that she dropped like a i think it was like probably about six months ago and i i thought it was good but it wasn't my favorite i thought it was really good though well not like really good but i thought it was good and i liked it but i'm still out here playing volume one and volume two so nothing's really wrong with it i actually liked it but it just doesn't have that high replay value on it. I still play about one or two songs. I I freaking love Nao. I, I play a lot of uh, uh, a lot of her music and Summer Walker. I like I said, I just recently got into. I listened to the whole thing, and I was like, shit, this is amazing. Now I'm expecting more. It's just so short. <laughs> It's just so short, bro. Where's everybody at with these short songs, bro? These short songs be killing me. Because I be like... It's like... I, I don't know if everybody get the same way I be feeling. Or like... It's like when you really get in... When you about to really get into a song. When you just sitting there and you like... Damn. Oh, oh, this about to go there. And then it's just like... Click. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like, What? Why why is it going off at the moment when I'm just about to go go in? Like it's just going off at the moment that you just about to, you know, just be ready and shit like that. I, I just it just is what it is. I just I like it though. I, I like the new the new way of R and B talent. Because honestly, for a little bit there, I was a little worried about R and B. Because it seemed like it was going to be dead. It seemed like it was going to just smooth on, float to the distance. And it seemed like the only person that was going to do something was Drake was going to keep dipping his toe back into R&B. That's all he was going to do. It seemed like he was, you know, take the cadence, take the flow and everything from R&B and just put it back into hip-hop. That's what it seemed like it was doing. But now we got people that... And then we had people just blurring the line like... Chris Brown. Chris Brown blurs the lines and everything. Cause Chris Brown can do everything great. He can do everything great. He can he can rap. He can sing, and motherfucking can dance. But also he can make humongous pop hits. So he blurs the lines, and it. I think it was like kind of like an R&B revival, maybe like uh, two years ago. That kind of happened. That now is just spawning new R&B talent. And it's great to see. Like I, I love it. I love it. Because like I said it's my favorite genre. 
Not saying I don't like hip-hop, because I do. I love it. But R&B is number one. Like, if I'm, if I'm just chilling and I'm just, like, you know, could be playing Red Dead Redemption or something like that or just just vibing out. It's an R&B song I'm playing. Not really hip-hop, because I love hip-hop, but it's just R&B playing, bro. Just R&B. Now we pass that. <laughs> we passed that one, so that that's Gucci. I hope y'all like R&B. Hopefully y'all getting into y'all new R&B bag. If you haven't listened to her, I would suggest she is a great introduction artist to R&B if you're new to it. And point blank greatness. Just point blank greatness. That she is amazing. So listen to volume one, volume two. I actually uh I actually got my uh my ex girlfriend on her. Like she she loves her. Like after I played her that, that first uh that volume one and volume two, we was just we was just chilling just laying up in the bed and I'm just like, you know what? It doesn't need to be no TV on or nothing. Let's just listen to some good music. And I just had that playing and she just was like, oh my God, who is this? And we just kept it going from there. I told her about her and she was like, wow. And then next thing I know, she she was listening to the music. So hey, it's a feeling, it's a feeling. But back to, uh, to what I was about to say. Now, most of y'all probably don't uh, play video games. What I'm talking about, most of y'all don't. Most of y'all do. Most of y'all do play video games. I don't know how many people listen to the podcast on on uh, on just audio, but now it's on YouTube now. So, I know it's all, a lot of people that play fucking video games. I fucking play video games. As y'all can see, I was just talking about Red Dead Redemption. But I have a slight bone to pick with uh with with freaking uh Ubisoft right now because Assassin's Creed has taken a dip for me. Now Assassin's Creed at one point I believe they could do no wrong with they should. I they they could literally do they they were like dropping a game a year. I, it, it's to a point where they literally drop a game a year. So, I, I think, of course, the first one is a classic. Second one is greatness. The third one, the third one is actually, I actually like the third one. I don't know how many people like the third one. I don't know, like, who all likes the third one and all that. But the third one is actually, like, my, like, I, I like the third one. But my favorite one is Black Flag. I Black Flag is my favorite Assassin's Creed. Period. I I beat the game twice, and I would play it right now if I feel like buying it again on my PlayStation Four and downloading it. Because before I played it on my brother's Xbox, and I'm thinking about buying it again because I love the game that much. Now, that's the thing. After Black Flag. It seemed like, like it, it was like riding high, riding high, black flag, hit that peak, and now it's just consistent, consistent, and then started to take dips. You know what I think happened, which made it start to take dips, was 
I think for me, it had to do with the levels. For me, that's just for me. I don't, I don't really like the fact that the levels, like I bought um, what Assassin's Creed Origins? I bought it. I bought it when it uh when it came out. But I, I think uh PlayStation has some kind of deal on it when I bought it. So I only paid like forty bucks for it. So that that was good for me and stuff like that. But I bought it. I played it. I beat it. And then it was like, okay. It was a okay game. It it was good. It was good. I think it was way better than the than everything between Black Flag and Origins. Everything in there. Everything in there. I think you can throw away. I think you can I think you can throw it out. And the reason Origins was pissing me off too was the the levels. The level situation. I, I like it when you can literally just kill somebody just on the fact that you can kill them. Because I I, I look at it as like that that was the human factor of it. Like, of course you can get injured and stuff like that. You're you know, when that screen starts turning gray and shit and when you're about to die, you know it. But I, I like the fact that that you can that you can just kill anybody no matter if they're tough and all that if you can kill them but with this level shit you have to you have to do you have to get such a high level so you can so you can literally hold the candle to some of these to some of these uh to some of these boss niggas now I, I liked it better when you know you throw a tomahawk in somebody's head and you hit them in the back of the head. They're dead. But of course, if they were tough, they take that tomahawk and then you then you gotta sit there and squab with them a little bit. But you know they can still die. And it wasn't like you know they hit you one time and your health almost about to go down. So I, I don't I don't like that that level of shit. That's why I think. I think that's why I started to take a dip after Black Flag, cause Black Flag I think was the last one with the uh, with the no level situation. I think the levels was a mistake, and uh, if anybody that works at Assassin's Creed listen to this, take off the levels and give give me another one that was just as good as Black Flag, because not just as good but better than black flag because we're trying to improve over here we're not trying to be just stationary give me something that's better because origins i think origins was a step in the right direction i just i just don't like the levels man i i just don't that that just gets me it gets me but uh the the odyssey one i knew that was gonna be garbage I, I knew that was gonna be garbage. I think I can buy it now for like twenty bucks, if I'm being real. And that 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 came out like uh, like what four months ago? Four months ago it came out, or was it five? Four four or five months ago it came out, and I knew it was gonna be trash. Cause it it was like okay, we're doing uh ancient Greece right now. I don't even know if they're even worrying about like the the story of it anymore. Like I don't even think they're. I I, I think it just needs to be world building, like because Black Flag kind of took you. 
like you got to see different parts of just the the pirate sanctuary that was the Caribbean and all that with NASA and everything you got to see different parts of it and it was beautiful to look at so that's what I want to see and that and it was great to get into like the with the ship now see I'm okay with the ship leveling up like the jackdaw I was alright with that leveling up that was amazing I was happy with that I wanted to get my ship strong as possible so it can be a savage and I can start fucking up shit but other than that that shit for the birds. That that shit for the birds. The new the new thing that they didn't had has been trash. But it's been trash. So I'm ready for it to just. I'm ready for them to to simplify it again. I y'all may like the levels. I don't know. Y'all may like the levels. I don't like the levels, but it is what it is. I I, I just want a good Assassin's Creed game again. So I can really get my time in playing it. Because I got some more work to do on Red Dead. If y'all got... If y'all got... Uh, PlayStation 4... Red Dead... Trust... I, I'm, I'm going to be on that thing. On that online beta. And... We can we can get something popping. Apex Legends. My brother's going crazy over Apex Legends. He loves that. So... Maybe I need to give it a, a shout out. Because look like Fortnite is having some serious competition right now. And it also looks like Fortnite is trying to steal some of the Apex Legends shit because they, they can tell there's some real competition. Hey man, competition breeds greatness. I what, what they said, pressure makes diamonds. But it also can crumble you. So it depends on which one you look at it like that. But y'all know how we end this. Everything is what it is. Kayla, if you're out there, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? It's smoothing. Y'all stay up, people. I love y'all. Do y'all thing.